I'm Esme, and this is the Dreb Podcast, music courtesy of The Dark Piano, Episode 2, Knock Knock, Who's There? I'm sitting here at my desk looking at my Magic 8-Ball. I first heard about a Magic 8-Ball reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Hard Luck. I don't care what anyone else says, the Diary of a Wimpy Kid book series, in my opinion, is still one of the funniest book series ever. If you've read them, you know what I mean. Anyway, I asked for a Magic 8-Ball for Christmas a few years ago. Since then, I ask it questions when I'm bored. Things like, will I get an A on my math test? Or, will that cute boy ever get interested in me? Who wouldn't want to know their future? Who wouldn't want a little help from the spirits? Magic 8-Balls seem fun and harmless, but I want to talk about something a little more scary. Ever since I heard about this device, I've been freaked out by it. I don't even like when people mention it. What am I talking about? The Ouija board, of course. The Ouija board was invented in 1890 by Elijah Bond in Baltimore, Maryland. It was part of a trend called spiritualism, where people attempted to communicate with the supernatural and find links to the spirit world. Spiritualism was popular in Europe for a long time, but it really took off in America in the middle of the 19th century with the Fox sisters, Leah, Maggie, and Kate. The two younger sisters, Maggie and Kate, claimed they could consult directly with spirits. They did this by asking spirits questions and then the spirits would knock or rap in response. The two mediums traveled all over New York State performing seances and demonstrating their powers. National newspapers even reported on them. During the second half of the 19th century, the Fox sisters made talking with the dead a very popular pastime. In fact, by the 1890s, millions of people practiced spiritualism. The main reason for this was that the average lifespan was only 50 years because of the dangers of childbirth, rampant disease, and war. Basically, every family experienced a lot of early death during this time and everyone wanted desperately to speak to loved ones they had lost. Spiritualism was so common that Mary Todd Lincoln even held a seance in the White House after her son died of a fever during the Civil War. Seances, automatic writing, and table turning were popular pastimes for spiritualists. By the way, in 1888, the Fox sisters admitted that they were faking and their whole performance was nothing more than a hoax. All that knocking and rapping was really done with the assistance of a string. The Ouija board is what's known as a talking board, but it wasn't the first of its kind. These devices were popular in Ohio and Maryland before Elijah Bond came along. The Ouija board consists of a flat piece of cardboard with the letters of the alphabet and the numbers 0 to 9 printed on it. It also includes the words yes, no, and goodbye. People place their hands on a planchette, ask the spirits a question, and then the planchette supposedly moves on its own and spells out an answer. Unbelievably, the Ouija board was proven to work by the U.S. Patent Office. I don't think the clerks working in that office were the brightest bulbs, if you know what I mean. During World War I, most Americans owned a Ouija board. In fact, if you can believe it, in 1922, Ouija boards were more popular than Monopoly. The Ouija board was even marketed as a dating game, with ads depicting a couple sitting at a table playing Ouija. Not exactly my idea of a fun date, but I guess that's not so different than when couples go to see scary movies. I bet a bunch of people even took their dates to see Ouija, Origins of Evil, a surprisingly good 2016 horror movie about Ouija boards and evil spirits. You see, the Ouija board actually comes with a set of rules. Supposedly, if you ignore the rules, it could result in demonic possession. Speaking of demonic possession, 
1973 movie called The Exorcist changed however how people viewed the Ouija board. The terrifying movie tells the story of a 12-year-old girl named Reagan who gets possessed by a demon. After this movie came out, many people destroyed their Ouija boards. However, urban legend has it that burning the board was dangerous because the board would supposedly scream and the person who burned the board would die a few days later. Apparently, the proper way to destroy a Ouija board is to cut it into seven pieces and sprinkle holy water on it. Today, many religious people believe the Ouija board is evil and people shouldn't mess around with it. Although many people fear the Ouija board is powered by spirits, scientists are pretty sure that the people playing with it are actually moving the planchette, even if they don't realize they are doing it. The Ouija board is still sold in stores today. In fact, I saw one at Target recently. Even though I know it's fake, you couldn't pay me to touch that thing. Maybe I'm just superstitious, but I believe sometimes it's better just to leave the unknown unknown. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Dread Podcast, please click subscribe or follow me on SoundCloud. This episode's background song is titled Curse Stories by Mayu.